Hello, 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 and finally back again. Welcome back to Organized Clutter. My name is Audrey Danilik, and I am your host. Why I say back again is because uh, I feel a little resurrected. I have not even left my bedroom for an entire week. I had kidney stones. It was horrible, but... I'm back at it with here, my BFF number five, episode number five. Who do I have here with me? Hello, everybody. My name is Cynthia. Cynthia. I'm so excited. Episode five. Um, I was actually waiting to do your episode for a while now just because, number one, you are super important to me on like who you are and what you've done for this podcast. Just a little background on Cynthia. She's actually my little graphic designer, yeah, for, for of my little shit that I always have going on. I mean, I appreciate the title. <laughs> I appreciate the title. No, Cynthia's done literally like anything and every kind of invitation graphic idea. And usually it's like at tweaker hours, huh? Like at 12, I was like, hey, I need to do this. <laughs> I don't mind. I still, we all, I think, have crazy schedules, so it's, yeah. it's good. <laughs> but no, yeah, Cynthia, go ahead and tell me, well, tell us, this is, uh, we're kind of speaking live now, tell everybody a little bit about yourself, a little background. Um, my mom, my son is not just her nine. He's forever thinking about his future plans, and I'm going to be this, and I'm going to buy you a house, and, and I'm all I for it. it. You know, I will support those. Dude, things. we're going to bring him on here. It's, yeah, like, you could do whatever you want to do. Um, but, you know, married, been divorced, so we kind of have that in common, yeah. too. We have two golden retrievers. I'm not that big of a dog person. That's all my husband, so I let him handle the furry children. I handle more of our real-life <laughs> child, and, you know, so there's that. Love it. Um, and, you, you know, work my nine-to-five, but like you mentioned, you know, I do have my little side business, I guess you can call it. That's kind of where... My passion is I love everything that has to do with designing, photography, like all the creative outlets. So anywhere I can squeeze that in, it's not work for me. I love to do I'm that. excited so, to talk about that, you know, honestly. What I do. No, honestly, because <laughs> I feel like even just your side business, we, we were kind of talking about that prior to recording, is that nowadays side businesses are becoming, at least our generation, are becoming like our reality. Like we're like, fuck our normal nine to five. Mm -hmm. We want to do like what we actually want to do if we're going to call it work. You know what I mean? And I'm I'm super excited to talk about like the things that I've per personally witnessed you've done like in your regular corporate nine to five job and then also what you've done on the side. But um, let's kind of start there. So you and I met when we um, when we did property management. Yeah, are you still doing that now or no? So I am on a different level, um, left the company where we originally met and now, you know, is managing a property for an ownership group. They're more of investors um, and they reached out to me. So it's kind of out of the blue. And so it's one of those things where, you know, you're like when it falls in your lap and it has all these Take positive it. things, I mean, why not, you know, give it a shot. So I did. Um, and it's been great since January. So still pretty new, but you know, it's a small company, um, but they, you know, it's a great 
to work with all of them. They've been super supportive. So, you know, just starting something new. So how How is it like going to a company that's way smaller to, so I mean, compared to like the bigger companies that you've worked for? And then I think you've mentioned that you're remote now too, right? Yeah. So that's kind of where they got me, you know, when um, the VP kind of of our department of asset management reached out to me. Um, she, that was kind of like her main, um, incentive, I guess, if you will, because they're all moms too, you know, all the asset management group, again, it's a smaller company, but we have seven, uh, 20 mm-hmm. properties, um, in different States. So yeah, they're big. You know, East coast, here in California. So when I say small, I just mean there's like eight of us, but they're, they're growing. They continue, you know, to purchase. And again, these are all for investment purposes, but, um, you know, they're all moms. And so they get it. You know, they're like, we know when you got to run over to grab them mm-hmm. at two o'clock and or take a break to make a little lunch or something. They get it. Right. Yeah. It's like, yeah, Dr. Swipman, all right, just run out, you know, do what you got to do and then jump back on. Like it's, it's super flexible that way, which was great because it is challenging. You know, when you have to go to an office and like, I got to leave again. Or, or call out sick, an entire know, day just home. to take your kid to the doctor and right. then also to the dentist or. Or there's two kids at the same time yeah. that have a dentist appointment. Girl, I feel you. You can't even mm-hmm. pay me to go back to like an office <laughs> full time. I don't care how much the dollar sign is to be full time inside of an office. I don't, I can't, I don't know. Yeah, it's tough. It's it's really, really tough, especially when you have kids, you know, so that was the main thing. Um, so it's been good. You know, I don't mind being at home every day. I know some people are like, you don't no, see anybody I'm else. good. Like, you know, like, I'm good. My day's full with phone calls and emails. Like, it goes quick, and I'm fine with that. I feel like that. more like, I really women are kind of fine with the whole, like, work-from-home vibe as much as, like, we, of course, and rightfully advocated for our right to work and be out there. But um, I I love it just because it's not like we're just home not talking to an adult all day, just here with the kids. It's a whole different vibe. Like mm-hmm. we're home, we're talking to our coworkers still, like uh, whether it's like typing or on the phone, we're still laughing, we're still building bonds, we have clients, especially in the customer service field, like you're still interactive. Right. And then, yeah, your little humans like right there or your husband's like farting or something, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Well, my my husband works two days from home, three days at his office. So Mondays and Tuesdays we're both home. Um, so that's sometimes nice too. You know, he'll we'll check in. It's like, what are you doing? Who was that about? Like we're we're always in each other's houses. Like who? Was they messed up again. They weren't listening. Oh, they're like, are you fucking like, kidding you know, me? Freddie's calling again. Yeah, I feel you. <laughs> Oh yeah, they know. And this started like from COVID. Like he was like, I already told you who you uh-huh. hire. Like this is getting they start like, getting opinions. Everything. These men. Oh yeah. But these spouses like what working from end? home. But it's 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 the same. It's honesty. And yeah. I love it. I love where the workplace is fucking going, like all remote and green, just because it's such a different vibe. Like it kind of feels like your spouse yeah. is your coworker too in a sense. <laughs> Yeah, like, get the yeah. fuck out of and here. So when he's gone, I'm like, okay, now I'm a little lonely, <laughs> you know, because he's here today, so we can talk. What are we doing for lunch? Like, you know, like it's he's kind, of, yeah, he's very much my. So that's what sold days, you. So. You're like, you know what? I'm gonna. You knew that the company that you were with, you were taken care of, you were set. Like they gave you like free housing, but you took this jump because of the flexibility, right? Yeah, it's the flexibility. And, you know, at the time I was no longer on site because I did within the company we were at, I moved up to supervisor, but I didn't like it. It was way more stress just unnecessarily that I even wanted in my life. 
Uh, even though I thought that's what I wanted, right? That was like the dream yeah. you move up and you become supervisor and you become, but the level of just responsibility that falls on you, whether you're on vacation, whether you're sick, whether you're at the doctor, you relax. Kid, doesn't matter. Someone's calling you, you need to answer. Like it is a 24 seven job and it just was not, that's not and what I And I feel wanted. like that's so similar uh, so to that. everybody. Everybody kind of had that narrative no. that like the higher you move up, the higher you'll get paid and the more better your life will be more relaxed. Fuck no, that take it's like mm-hmm. the total opposite. The more responsibility you're like, fuck, you can't yeah. even relax even though you can like pay for your vacation. You're not on that vacation because you're worried. No, you're like thinking like I'm coming back to like 50 emails. Yeah. I already know. Like you can't yeah. even, you know, relax. So I went back to managing on site and that's kind of, so I wasn't on site anymore, but just the fact that I got to work from home, you know, more pay obviously than what I was making because on site positions, there is a gap to right. that eventually um, or a cap to it. So it worked out and it's it's been good. So that's what I mean by small in the sense that there's only like eight of us and most of us are remote. Like your company, um, it's like super, super office, small. Like, once a month. Are, like, do you guys have an on-site yeah, at office. all to like go and take care of in office things? Once a month we're supposed to go, but you know, we're kind of like, what's the purpose sometimes? But uh, but it's good to see everybody and that's in Beverly Hills. So that's the only downside because it's, you know, with traffic, it's like two hours there, two hours. But it's rare. Time. But it's once a month, so I'm like, I'll take that over once a week. And know? hey, that's so, your that's your uh, one outing in Beverly Hills, uh, in California. We're right. in California, so Beverly Hills. I mean, yeah. everybody knows Beverly Hills is Beverly Hills. <laughs> so hey, that's your yeah, one reason yeah. a month to go to Beverly Hills. <laughs> exactly. No, and it's and it's good. You know, we get to see everybody, and but that's it's nice. I think working for a small company because you right. see all of them, and you're all in it. Like you're a small team trying to do something big and trying to grow it. And so that's been nice um, versus when you're like one of a thousand, thousands, you know, of, of employees, you're like, oh yeah, who are you again? Oh, I work in, you know, this little property way over here uh, versus now it's like, I, I'm speaking to like the main people that are investing and, in, you know, uh, doing everything that the business is meant to do. So it's, it's you, you like it. Definitely. interesting. I do. Um, I work now more in compliance, so I don't know if that's what I love to do and that's what I'd want to do forever, but it's been interesting learning now, more about it. Now, I'm familiar know, with what business. compliance is because I, I was also in the industry, but how would you describe compliance um, as far as the field that you're in? Like, what what it, what was your focus? What's the dive so, in? I guess, like, the the biggest thing is to distinguish, like, when we say we work to property management, meaning apartments, there's two different like markets, you know, there's the affordable market, which are your low income properties. And that's kind of what we were in. And then there's your market properties. That's your, you know, $3,000. Right. No limits where you're at. (laughs) Yeah. Right. So ours, they are, my company still works in Mm -hmm. affordable. So in the compliance, I'm basically the compliance department based for all these 20 apartment or 20 Dude, affordable so properties. Job. Like if I could just say this, like it's fucking dope for the renter, but for the property management people that work inside the office, it's honestly a fucking nightmare, but continue. <laughs> it, it's, it's difficult. And that's what I mean by like, I knew compliance at that level and I'm good at that level. I don't know that I want to know everything Dude. about it. Like now in my position. I'm having to learn because it's a lot. It's your state regulations, your city regulations, your, you know, just, and then, like I said, there are 20 properties in different states. So I don't know everything about Virginia and Texas. A lot of research. All these different states that we have them in. Yeah. So it's constantly learning and staying on top of 
every single thing. Oh, and remember we those? Oh, in, do you guys you know? still do it too? How we would always have to in in property management, like like she just mentioned. There's a lot of regulations that you have to follow, and we as managers were constantly having to like take those tests and trainings and. Aside from the normal, yeah. like, day-to-day, like, operations that you have to do in reports, like, you have to take mm-hmm. those fucking classes. So, do you still have to do that? To- yeah. I'm doing, I'm signing up for all the trainings that I can. I think on my birthday, and I remember because my boss was like, you know, in true com- in true compliance fashion, she's taking a, a Texas training right now on my <laughs> birthday. And it's like, because it's the time difference. So, I started at 6.30 in the morning because it was Texas time. Um, and it was like a webinar, but I, I mean, you know, again, I'm new, so I'm, I'm willing to take all the trainings I can, but it's just more of that long-term. Is this what I want to do? Probably yeah. not. Like I'm not that, but you're over here much. getting educated. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm learning a lot. So it's great. But you know, I think again, we were kind of discussing that before it's finding these side hustles. And if I can find one that I can work for myself, I think that's the ultimate goal. For a lot of people, just because you only get there like one is life. literally like, a quote thing. that I live by, and I actually go ahead and like steal this because I stole it from somewhere too. I just don't remember. So, um, find a job you love, and you will never work a day in your life. And that's the fucking goal right yeah. now. Like I, I want to yeah. just run yeah. with my creativity. Yeah. And that's and you know what? And that's the one good thing I think. I think there's a lot of mixed emotions and things we can talk to you for hours about about the new generation or children's generation because some things is a little much with the feelings and stuff sometimes. yeah but I it's the one good thing for them that they're not going to settle and feel like I have to go work in a job that I hate where I'm miserable to make a living like they are so creative and see what you can do where you know my kid literally is like I'm going to be the president of the United States and I'm hell yeah after and I'm for a while so this dude, can we bring him on business. before he is all of that? So that way I can be like, dude, remember me, Yasser. And Yasser is, is her son. Her son. <laughs> he, and he'll tell me, like, Mom, I know you say I spend a lot of time thinking about my future, but it's because I know what I'm going to do. Tell him to keep okay, doing it. Do whatever you want to do. <laughs> but he was like, this is how it would work. Mom, on these days, I'm going to do this. And on this day, I'm going to do that. And that's going to make me this much. So then I'm going to make, like, he is forever thinking of the future. I'm but here I'm, for you it. know, and even though we, here and be like you know what it's one in a million though that you'll be that youtube star that can live off of that but maybe not you know it's just so so many outlets that they can follow now which i think is just the i'm i'm trying to be uh ryan's world's mom where she's just chasing her fucking kid around (laughs) with the camera and i'm just at home and uploading it oh yeah shout out to you girl honestly honestly but let's I when he was smaller, I would tell him, "Yeah, it's like you want to do it, shoot. If you can be famous, and hell yeah, work. that's what I'm trying to do with this podcast." But he, yeah, <laughs> yeah, he definitely. I mean, he sky's the limit, probably. And I know for Brooke, like she's already like, "Hey, like you know, she's gonna do something <laughs> on you, you know, because she's just so." And and I love that for them that they're not shy, they're not reserved, they're very much like, "I can do this, and I want to do it, and I think I." look good doing it and I'm cool enough to do it and and they they just have that confidence that it's like I can Hell do yeah. it and it's and if this isn't a job I'm gonna make it one and it's gonna Hell make me money. yeah that's, that's great that's the know? future that's where we're headed but kind of circling back to like how we even met um so like Cynthia mentioned we are we I was in the property management field and, and she was too we were working at this company where um, when I moved back uh from North Carolina I had a friend that I had worked 
uh, with at, at a different property manager where her sister um, was the regional I think, yeah, our regional, um, and she was looking for somebody to take over a prop, uh, property. And I was like, well, dude, yeah, I'm moving back to uh, California. I need a place. And when you're a manager, you get a free housing. Um, so it was set for me. I only worked three days and, um, she, I was only nervous because I had never had that big of a role. And she told me, she was like, uh, the girl that's already there, uh, uh, her name is Cynthia. She's really, really good. She actually started this property from the ground up. Uh, if you have any questions, I'm pretty sure you guys are going to like hit it off. Um, talk to her. And I was like, all right, <laughs> that's fine. I was like a fucking kid. I was like 22, 23. And um, I roll up to this already established kingdom that you created. Like you already had the fucking residence on check. You had the property on check. You had all the warranties set up. Like it was literally a map. You're like, don't fuck it up. And yeah, we, we met from from there. Do you do you remember all that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and luckily, you know, I was able to come back because I had moved from that position onto Garden Grove because it's full-time, a little bit bigger and all that good stuff. So, uh, you know, I would come back to Riverside and, and help out where I could and then just remotely. Um, but yeah, that that's kind of where my passion always was, was to help the on-site, you know, teams and help where I could. Um, and honestly, if I had the for people that kind of want to <laughs> have that little professional life and also have the like friendship, I do recommend doing property management. It was kind of cool. Like the excuses that we used to travel and to go out and eat. Yeah. Like you, I went to a lot of properties when I was in Garden Grove because my property was so small. And then thankfully, knock on wood, I always said they spoiled me because I had no issues there. Like still it was like the dream property, not the one you took over similar, but it's, I was able to go help a lot of different properties. So that was the nice thing too. Um, But I think our, I think we just, kind of clicked a little bit more the company at the time uh was able to do bigger events i think covid hit oh and it's the been, trip like, to sacramento <laughs> yeah but that's what it was like they got all the managers together um you know i think it was all the through the united it States, was it was the whole thing because they're like um, from that yeah. state from that it was like literally all their properties yeah and they flew us all out to sacramento paid for the hotel the, like our that was, like, food one night everything hotel. Yeah, everything was pretty much paid for and covered. So that was, that was nice, fun. you know, to to be able to do that. Yeah, and I think we just were like, uh, if we're going to go, but like, are you going? And so we figured yeah, out. Yeah, that was so do. funny. And he was like our flights in the hotel. So it's like it was everything. awkward as hell, just because I was like, I had just started. And then um, I, sh- mm-hmm. uh, I remember our boss was like, oh, um, are you guys going to want to go? And and she had asked me, and I was like, I don't know anybody, and I'm not going to be paired up with some rando. So I was like, I'm going to ask yeah. Cynthia. Because we're sitting you know, there. It's like, exactly. Like, you know, it's already awkward. It's like, kind of weird as grownups. They were just like, you guys are going to be yeah. bunked together. And I'm like, all right, like if it's camp. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I'm going to ask Cynthia. I was like, can I roll with you? Like, uh, and we went, we flew together and then we ate. Yeah. We did everything, Uh but we bonded so much during that trip. We like unlocked some doors, some trauma. And that was, and we were like watching 13 reasons why, like it was such an emotional (laughs) trip (laughs) and still, 
it, I think that was like more therapeutic for us than like it was related, it really really was because I think even at the time and, and that's one of the things that I wanted to talk about is we bonded so much because we had a lot in common number one we have we both have split custody of of our kids and it was fresh for us at the time where we were still like navigating yeah. like the whole co-parenting situation um and then we were going through like a divorce like it was just a lot and we just both decided just like um back at that day remember <laughs> yeah I think it just came up like one thing at a time it's like yeah you know I went through divorce too it's like you know and I have my son and you just gotten back and going through that and just you know, how do you navigate all that? Because it's, it's so difficult. And I feel like there's so many episodes alone just on going through a divorce. I think we both at this point can look back and be like, this is what I wish I would have done differently. But at the same time, you have to go through what you, you but have it was to go so through, all know, around helpful in my opinion, because like, look, we went out there to go get educated and appreciated. Like we, the industry baby, like managers. And then we're also right here educating each other. How are we going to get through it with our personal lives? Pretty much. <laughs> it was so yeah. good. It yeah. was like a little getaway trip for us. Yeah. And then our flight got delayed. Yeah. Like how many times I think cause I remember that. Cause we're like, Dude, what? when we ran around Sacramento, delay, that shit was bomb. That was cool. Yeah, we were, but we were stuck like at the airport for how many hours before yeah. we come home. We're like, okay, like, You're like this is boring now. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, but yeah, I think it allowed us to, you know, kind of bond over that. But then also, I and that's the one good thing, like you were saying about this industry. It's like if you you do meet all these kinds of people from different walks of life, and it's. And I feel like that's kind of what you need. You need the different opinions, the different points of view from all these different people to kind of help you get through that. Because there's not going to no. be a right answer, right? When you go through a divorce or through having to share your children. And my son was older, so I couldn't imagine, you know, in your case. like, Oh, my God, but your co-parenting like situation was like, wild. Your ex was, oh, my God. <laughs> that can be like a that's series a book. of everything <laughs> I've through for sure. Yeah, your story was definitely a book. And I was like, okay, so there's another individual out here that has a little wild ride too. (laughs) Yeah, that was cool. That was super cool. Oh, yeah. It it was so crazy. But I think, and I just think it's funny too, though, because we, at the same time, like not knowing it then, right? Because when we met, like you said, it was, we were both, I think my might have already been like legally divorced, but there's so much back and forth because you want to stay together for the, the child. And then, like, me coming from, like, a Christian mm-hmm. household, it, there's so many factors that you're, like, so well, many people involved, you know, too. And, yeah, and he's changing. And, I mean, so that can be a whole other, again, episode Dude. of, like, do they change? But we met at that point. But then I think you're the one that was on Bumble yeah, hell first. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I, I want to say you're the one that I told did. me to try that one. Cause I, tried I was, like, girl, I met a guy already. And then I was, like, letting you know, just download it. And you're, like, and then I remember yeah so I tried Bumble met a couple people but then and I tell my husband all the time because I met my husband Renee dude we are literally we have to write shout out Bumble homie you made two marriages happen I tell him all the time yeah yeah I tell him all the time like we need to write in like our story and like you know because then it's just the two couples already like made it to marriage and the whole thing so but yeah it's it you know, I, I think I told him I was going to delete it already because that alone, dating after divorce and having yep. to say, I have a crazy ex. Like, like, 
right? Yeah, crazy baby daddy. Like, this is all I come to the table yeah. with. Like, and you you're know, like, I come from like a religious household, so there's gonna be those kinds of opinions. Oh yeah, I remember you're like, here it is. Like our stories are so similar. Like we just had yeah. to tell our partners, yo, like you win or not, honestly. Pretty much. And and we laugh to this date because I tell my husband, like, our conversation on our first date and my mom, my sisters are like, you did not say that. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Because I'm not at the age yep. anymore to play Hell these yeah. games. Like, date one was, like, this is what I want. I'm looking for a serious relationship. I have mm-hmm. a son. He is first. And I have a crazy yep. ex-husband. So, I don't know what your plans are, what you wanted for your future. It is you, it's up like, to you. What can't you change it. This is my life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I think, and thankfully, he was very, like, okay. He was know, like, so <laughs> laid back about it. So nice. Shout out Renee. Yeah, he Renee's her good. husband. And honestly, such a, like, the sweetest soul, honestly. I remember the the day I met him, we went, I think we, like, casually ran into each other at Disneyland. And yeah, Disney. and I, like, was yeah. already aggressive. Like, you better not hurt my friend. Da, 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 da. And I, he was like, no, like, that's not the intention. <laughs> so sweet. Yeah, he, it was a lot. And and so, you know, shout out to the guys, I think, that are just open to that and get to know you and aren't like, uh, you know, I mean, and to each their own. And I told him, like, you have every right to not have to deal with mm-hmm. the kid right now. Like, if that's not Seriously. what you wanted. You know, you're signing up for a package deal. Like, not a lot of we see you, men. We see you. The ones that honestly (laughs) that are coming in, like coming into somebody's life, knowing and understanding that somebody has background, whether it's a kid, whether it's fucking family issues, religious background, whatever the case. Like, shout out to you, men and women, partners that are just that. that, That's not an issue. You're getting to know each person as it comes so again shout out to anybody yeah. that is that partner in that because it helps it helps yeah it's definitely it's 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 hard you know and even for a Raiden like because because Brooke yeah. was so little you might know, said five I think when Renee uh-huh. met him and so you know he, he's already kind of his own little person and you know so it's kind of like okay like cool you know we kind of share your mom and like we get to right. know each other and it's different from like baby duty <laughs> you know like being so young so I think, you know, again, props to those that are at least open to it. But again, to each their own, because if you're like, hey, I just want to have a good time exactly. more power to you, like live uh-huh. your life, you know, but I super I'm just super thankful like that I met him. And I think, um, you know, and from what I can see from your relationship with Braden, probably similarly, you know, is, is your situation. But I always tell him like I a hundred times would go through all the years, all mm-hmm. the loneliness, all whatever. Because he truly was. I feel like people would tell you, like, nothing's going to be perfect. Like, you're not going to find. And it's not that we are. Like, sometimes we disagree on Mm -hmm. things or whatnot. But just the complete difference of, like, what my first marriage was to him. Like, my son. It's such a difference. He will tell you. Honestly, it's. I've even noticed it within yourself. And a lot of people that kind of go through similar is that when you actually find a partner that just like is very understanding of everything and when um it's so easy to be yourself and also come down from whenever you need to be humble about something or whatever the case may be like I just strive for more and more people to really really understand their boundaries and only run with that like you do not need to tolerate people's bullshit like the one thing if I can give advice to like anybody whether it's a breakup or divorce or like as messy as your situation can be it's that you're not crazy for thinking like 
it should kind mm-hmm. of be easy. It, it should, should. You will find someone, like you said, that you can be yourself. Like you can be goofy. Like, and I'm very much that person that's like shy and maybe more conservative. Like my sisters are always like, you won't be so like, so they look like I won't be silly. And so they look at me now mm-hmm. like, like you act like that. Like you yep. talk to him and they like get that. it. Like you, but it's just that comfort. Yeah, that it's like, he's fine. He's not Now I want to ask you something that since now, now I, now it's kind of my turn. Something that people ask me all the time. So now you're on marriage number two. I know to some people that's like, but how do you feel being at marriage number two? Honestly, I'm one of three girls, right? I have two sisters. I'm divorced. My middle sister's divorced. So when my little sister got married, we all kind of looked at her like, we really hope this is it for you. Like, we hope you don't have to go through divorce. Oh, because um, you're, you're, you and your sister are divorced, right? And my middle Got sister it. are divorced. Yeah, she's still, you know, single. She has her two kids. And then my youngest sister. Dude, that's literally me and my sisters. All of us were like, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny. I think we were planning her wedding. At some point, we're like, like this is your first wedding, right? And we're like, but not to say we're hoping you're gonna have a second one like it's god that we're spending all this money one time (laughs) yeah like let's let's hope you stick it out but but honestly it's okay i am very i'm just happy that i didn't take the approach of like i had the film marriage and like never wanting to try again and that was the one difference is very much understanding that that was my experience with this so you told yourself like it's okay i'm gonna move on eventually perfect yeah. like I know that that's not who I am like my first husband and I tell my current husband <laughs> all the time is I hated who I was with him like completely 180 from who I am mm-hmm. with my husband now Racy. Yeah. and and really like down to everything and even with my son like I think one time like a quick story about him I think we were still in Garden Grove and he made a comment my son to me like it must have been cleaning or doing something in the apartment and he's like Mom, I wish you would you would have another baby and it's a girl so she can help you. Yes. My husband turned around. Like, I think he was like cooking something at the time, actually. He turned around and looked at him and said, Why does it have to be a girl? Dude. And he's like, hey, I gotta just throw this mom. out here real quick. All these peeps that have been on so far that have been like hyping up them partners for being like they're equal. Dude, I give it to you guys. Thank you yeah. guys. This yeah. is the future. Men, women, keep oh, doing yeah. it. Keep doing it. Yeah. yeah. So my husband, he was picking at the time he turned around and was like, why does it have to be a girl? He's like, if you feel bad for your mom, get up and start helping her because I help her. It doesn't have to be a girl. You will help her. And so from then, my son will never say anything anymore. But I think, but I also teach him and I tell my son, I'm like, you are not just going to sit there. That's the struggle there too. You know, but I tell him, I go, you are going to take care of her when she's sick. You're going to learn to wash your clothes. You're going to learn to cook at least simple things. So you don't starve to death is a great example for him. You know, he, he tells them all the time. He's like, I wash clothes. I help your mom cook, you know? So I think that's really been great too. So for second marriages, I just say like, everyone's always devastated you know the first time because again no one goes into a little embarrassing but trust me it goes away that like i'll have a billion partners until i find the person that genuinely understands that i got boundaries you got boundaries as long as we're on the same team we're gonna have a good time like in life that like it literally Mm -hmm. should be that easy anyways continue so you found a great partner renee shout out to you and and after the aftermath of everything that you've been through and your side hustle, like, 
Uh, we kind of mentioned that you have done pretty much every graphic for me and everything, but like, where's your passion behind that? Like, how did that even begin? Since as far back as I can remember, I mean, I think it started with photography and that was like in fifth grade. Um, my fifth grade teacher was, he had a digital camera, you know, not to show my age, <laughs> that's what it was, digital camera at the time. Um, and I remember- All the younger listeners are like, okay. I know they're like, so a camera, uh, like, why like, didn't you have your phone? <laughs> so it, right. It was a huge digital. It was not these little things or a cell phone. It was like its own digital camera thing. And, um, and he would take pictures of us and he was really into those. And you probably, I don't know if you even know what the books are, but it, I believe they were called metamorphosis. So he was really geeky that way. So he'd take pictures of us. And like one of our projects was like, what animal did you want to transform into? And like, it was a software uh-huh. for that. And I think at the time, again, this is going back a couple of years, that was the cool thing. Like, oh my God, how do you do that? You know, now it's like all green screen and AI and like, who cares? Like, yeah. it's easy. But that was my first experience with kind of like any type of computer software and photography. And I think it just kind of stemmed it just from became there. Fun. So like I've always been into, yeah, like photography and putting videos together and music. And then, then now going into you know, designing um, invitations, logos, newsletters. And you've done business cards, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah, I do a lot of the logos and business cards and stuff like that. So I, you know, I don't know. I just, I enjoy every part of that. And like, if that could be my sole profession, like I, it wouldn't feel like work to me. Like I generally find it fun, I guess. Like, I don't know. I don't consider it work. I can be up to like, like, no, I'm almost done. Like I'm going to send them samples. I'm like, it's it's just what I like to do. Find a job know. you love and you'll Anything never creative. work. <laughs> Find a job you love. You'll never work a day yeah. in your life. I'm telling you. That's freaking cool. And I honestly feel like you're so creative, like seriously so creative because I don't, I, I told my husband Braden this. I was like, I honestly don't know how she's so genius behind when I just throw the idea out there. Like I want a melting donut with this and this and that, like what I did for my logo and you just like made it happen. I was like, yeah, that <laughs> like, you're so good at like understanding <laughs> tried, people like, like me. Yeah, that's how it is right now. Especially when you're trying to do so right. much at one time, you know, and that's what I'm like, you know, props that you still wanted to do a podcast after already having your side <laughs> hustle. Of the, the, you, you know, still the gotta do things I for yourself, that. honestly. Like you gotta, yeah. you gotta. But yeah. that's cool. And I and yeah, and I think that that's why podcasts <laughs> are like taking off too because there's so many different people that just want to listen in and say, like, oh my gosh, like I feel like that mm-hmm. too. Like that have questions or like are curious. And so I think you know every individual person that you have on has like their unique story, um, and you know, that can relate to somebody else. And I think that's all people want sometimes is to know that it's like, okay, they went through it too and they're okay. And that's, I think like our benefit and what we kind of, because we started in such, I don't even want to say like a dark place, but it was so vulnerable, like crazy. To like finding these men that like, are like, what? Like complete. You're like, oh, you exist? Being happy and having side hustles and jobs and our kids are older and seeing that it's just like, full circle I think to see like dang yeah. like you know we kept hope alive through it and we found What's that song uh by Beyonce upgrade you upgrade you no, yeah. that's us that's us <laughs> yeah, pretty much that's cool pretty no much. but I, I'm glad that like at least all that 
freaking hurricane that you've been through came out and it's starting to come out to even better. And like you said, the goal is to just focus on your little side hustle being your only reality and not having to go to a normal day-to-day kind of thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that's where I'm at because, you know, along with like what you were relaying about working and things like that, it's also like you have one. I, I saw something somewhere and I told my husband, I try to remind myself of that because you know, every day, like you blink and it's like a whole week went by, the month went by and you're like, oh my gosh, like I didn't do something with my son again or whatever it is. But I read somewhere where it's like, you only get 18 summers with your child. And I was like, oh my gosh, I've already lost how many it's summers. A, like I did not need to know that information. Let me go cry. <laughs> <laughs> but and it's difficult because they're in summer break, but you yep. have to work. So it's like, let me ask for no, like a day or thank two God off, going like, back to like just... the whole remote kind of deal because like yeah. I kid you not if I did not work remote like I and this be this is Brooke's first year and I just actually did a post on my personal Instagram saying like I can't believe I did it if I wasn't remote that would literally be impossible for me right now so it, I yeah. I just give it to it's hard for sure but that's where I think you know you promoting this, like you can wear all hats, you can, it's like finding the balance that works mm-hmm. for you. But yeah, like, so having all that and like, uh, Renee being that way, like in his own self, I can only imagine like how beneficial that would be like for him to be so open and cool about everything with your co-parenting like situation. You know, so he tries to stay away from really communicating with my ex-husband for anything but he at the same time is very much there for me. And he understands that I include him in a lot of the decisions. So if I have a conversation with my ex-husband and we're trying to decide if my son should play soccer or whatever it is, I had already had that discussion with my husband. It's like, what, how this is what it would look like. Are you open to these options? Like this is what we would have to do before I even address it with my ex-husband, just because I've always given Renee, my current husband, like that respect in yeah. that position, you know, and, and that can be tricky because every household mm-hmm. is different. But right? how's the co-parenting? So my other advice would be if your child is old enough to have a phone and is able to have a phone, a hundred percent, because now he calls him on his phone and I very rarely have to speak oh, to him yeah. because it just, Dude, I, can't wait. I don't hate him. Yeah. I don't hate him, but we just trigger each other. Like we're right back into that toxicity. And I, I don't want that for my son or for myself. Or for you, and honestly, just, just like, like you, you, I think you mentioned earlier that you, know, you are a totally different person from who you were with him that you were now. And you like who you are now. Freaking, Cause they require you to go to like parenting classes and stuff when you mm-hmm. have like a court order. And what did they tell me it was? They're like, it's a business relationship. And I was like, I, I captain, honestly, that's it. Yeah. It's like know who you who you you know who you're co-parenting with, and and if you don't, you go and get to me. know who it is. <laughs> yeah, and it may not be what the other person wants, but that's it. Doesn't matter. Like you have an option, you have a choice to set those boundaries and to set what this is going to be. And it doesn't make you a bad person, even if the other person wants to make you feel like that. It doesn't make you a bad person to be like I'm here and I'm open and I'm communicating. And I give you the information I need to give you as it pertains to our child. But if it doesn't, I don't need to talk to you. I don't need to know. Have a great life. Like, Hell yeah. It, and it's hard if the other person doesn't want to do that, right? They still want to poke at you. They still want information. They still want, and it's, 
sorry like girl i think this is honestly why i feel like (laughs) you and i like even not even knowing each other like clicked as quick as we do your energy is fucking dope like to seriously even recap this episode like you are not only like a industry baby i call all girls that are like in the corporate like ladder going up or just in that business vibe like industry babies like you're not that you have been through similar with like a crazy like co-parenting life religious background like you you just have a lot of background and you're still over here hustling that's so good but you you didn't even say your instagram (laughs) tag like it's been linked i think thankfully you know on on everything um that you're posting (laughs) already and it's it's kind of long so i know if you follow um you know the podcast it'll be linked everywhere on there but it's it's just precious moments and discord designs on instagram um yeah anything like that like i said if you're looking to start a business a podcast whatever it is uh you know reach out and be more than happy to help out with that logos Um, she does invitations (laughs) a lot of invitations is probably the most worth basic all (laughs) graphic designs right yeah pretty much like anything i can help with um like I said, I think and my heart goes more to these small businesses. Like that's anytime I go somewhere, like we just took our dogs to get trained and I'm constantly like, is that how, like, that can be more efficient. That can, we could have, you could have done it this way. Like, so I'm all about, especially like for those small businesses that are starting that, you know, like you said, maybe like my passion is event planning, but like, I don't want to do all the computer mm-hmm. stuff. Like I just want to go and decorate, you know, or renting the tables and the chairs. Like I, have no creative outlet i don't even decorate i just give you the table you're like wedding coordinator vibes (laughs) like anything and everything like that's where you know if they're struggling to just even post for social media like a lot of people it's really busy or like it'd be more effective like you're missing information or just any that's kind of what i've been trying to to do too is like hitting up all these little businesses and being like it does matter to be organized it does but um seriously I really really appreciate you taking the time out of your a billion one things that you do um to come on here and, and share your story for anybody that is in the uh search for any designs like she mentioned feel free to hit her up I will tag her Instagram as always in in my post um but yeah thank you again Cynthia well, thank you so much for having me. And like I said, everyone, you know, feel free to reach out. You ain't gonna talk to me like that. You better stop. I'm living in my